Welcome back, everybody, to episode 152 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I am one of your hosts, Adam. With me, of course, is Steve. Steve has got his little spinny disc going here on the Zoom meeting. Steve, how are you? I'm good. I have my spinny disc going, but we will soon transfer over to the Wizard of Oz Zordon. This is Go to the, the Hypno Steve. Right, yeah. This is just up so people know what show they're watching. <laughs> <laughs> that way they... They know they didn't click into the wrong thing. Right, right. <laughs> smart, smart. So there are some other voices that you hear. Uh, we are not just speaking into the wind. We have our guest host, Kelsey, back. Hello. Kelsey, how are you doing? I'm, I'm okay, hanging in during Good. quarantine, you know. Thanks for having me on tonight. Happy to have you here. It's, it's been a while. It has. I think you were the last, one of the last guest hosts to actually do a face-to-face podcast with us before we went into That's- shutdown city. You know, I definitely, I think we definitely got the last one in, like, barely. Yeah, we, uh, we squeezed that one in. Yeah. So, all right, I'm glad to, glad to have you here. And we have a fourth member here. This is the first time we've done this in quarantine, so this is going to be interesting. Uh, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> Anthony, who the hell are you? <laughs> uh, I am Anthony, and I do a podcast called They Call This a Movie, where we watch terrible terrible movies so we're talking about a terrible tv show so steve asked me on because it kind of crosses over right on well welcome to the show i'm into it welcome yeah happy Uh, to have you here thanks for having me guys yeah just for some background anthony and i did go to college together so we had a lot of background in Ah, bad movie watching yep and uh yeah i figured he was one of the best people to invite on to help watch this shitty show as also you, you know, Anthony is a craft beer fan as well. Yes. Perfect. I'll say, I, I thought you guys were friends. Why would you subject him to that show? I subject you and Kelsey <laughs> to this show as well. I know. Yeah. That's true. I had to watch all three episodes today cause I hadn't started it yet. And I'm like, I wound up watching the fourth one today too. Ooh. Ooh. I started the fourth one, then I was like, no, I don't want to spoil anything for next week. I gotta stop myself. But Anthony, maybe we can talk like when we're not recording for this about the fourth one. So far. Well, we'll get into all that in the second segment. Uh, but for now, let's get into what everybody's drinking tonight. And we'll let's start with Anthony. He's our guest. Yeah. Yes. I am drinking a Cape May Brewery Crushing It, which is an orange IPA. Oh, very this nice. Is, oh, this lovely. is the last of the non-seasonal stuff I have in my fridge before I have to go to the liquor store. Um, so if I don't tomorrow, then it's like um, pumpkin beers, which is going to be weird in this time. <laughs> I, uh, I, can, I can attest to that. I had one on the show last week, so I know yep. everything that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. No. Yeah. But luckily I am in New Jersey where liquor stores are essential personnel. So ah, uh, good. Glad to hear that you have, you have access. Yeah. Yeah. New Jersey's super smart like that. Um, they also <laughs> attach their liquor stores to Dunkin' Donuts at some locations, which I yes. thoroughly enjoy. Yes. What? There's one near us. <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. Now, Anthony, where in New Jersey are you located? Um, in Mount Laurel. So South Jersey. About. Half hour, 45 minutes from Philly. My husband's from Morristown, so like right in that area. Oh my gosh. Where I got married. Oh, no way. There you go. Lovely. Lovely. Well, Kelsey, what are you drinking tonight? Well. (laughs) Aside from cat hair. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, A special guest, Moose Shoes, here this evening. Um, I'm drinking a bifocal feline American ale from... Dancing though, here in Pittsburgh. Right on. Yeah, delicious. One of my faves. And it's appropriate that my cat's here joining me. Indeed. <laughs> well, at least the back half is, is joining. You know, I'm trying to get her off the table, guys. <laughs> so, Steve, like what are you, Steve, what are you drinking? Well, obviously, from if you're watching us on the internet on YouTube, you can see that I've brought up a photo of my 
Saucy Uber ASAP, which is a blood orange and vanilla IPA. It's a really good. A, I'm mm-hmm. usually not a fan of blood orange IPAs because they, mm-hmm. I don't know, they tend to be too bitter. Like they don't, the, the blood orange doesn't really add anything for me. But this one is actually really bright and it's a little bit sweet because of the vanilla. So, so it's delicious. Is it, is it a, a, a bitter hops or a soft hop like a New England or what, what direction the IPA does it go? Oh, no, it's still too bitter for you. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's still way too bitter for you, but it is, just, it is a lot sweeter than I usually find with blood orange IPAs. Right on. So for me, I, uh, I have a beer that I like that I know, Steve, you would not like. Uh, it's the D9 Whiskers on Kittens. Uh, this is from North Carolina. And it's a sour blonde ale. Oh, boy. This thing is sour. Is it? Uh, it is. It is. You would not like this whatsoever, Steve. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Good. That Come. sounds terrible, Adam. I'm sorry. <laughs> glad, I did I, not, glad I did not take one. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, this is me continuing the quest of emptying out the beer fridge before I'm able to go out and buy more. And this is pretty much the last one before I get into the IPAs that I don't want to drink. And the 13% beers that I only want to drink on the weekends because I want to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's going to get interesting real quick. But like work, like you don't actually have to go to work. You can just work from your table. So that's, that's very true. Or your and, office. And hopefully I don't have many, many uh, video conferences that morning. Okay. I won't have to worry about it that much. There you go. But yeah. uh, as long as I have a shirt on, I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> well, if you're getting low on your reserves, I actually have a bit of good news for us in PA. Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> we don't mean to exclude you on this one. You can, right. dri- you can make the drive if you want. But, it's not uh, that far. Yeah. Uh, Alter Genius in Ambridge is finally getting something of an opening. Are they really? Yeah. So originally they were supposed to open last weekend, but they obviously we're forced not to they you know no regular release last weekend uh what they're doing this weekend is they're testing online ordering with their friends and family and if it works out then may 7th they'll start curbside growler pickup oh that's fantastic yeah and they'll be offering uh a new england ipa a west coast ipa and a chocolate fudge stout I know which one I'm getting. Well, yeah, I know which one you're getting. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy choice. Yeah. But yeah, just a, a little bit of good news because like I felt really bad that because they were so close to opening up and then shutdown happened. Mm-hmm. And so, but they're actually finding a way to get their beer out. So maybe possibly since they're pretty close to me, I'll go check them out and see if I can get some um, chocolate fudge myself. Yeah, I uh, I have a hunch I'm gonna have to make a weekend trip. If yeah. nothing else, to get out of the house, right. I might have to break my rule of emptying <laughs> the beer fridge. But I'm okay with that for other genius. I'll I'll support I'll support them first before I go support other people. Right. Yeah. So, so it's uh, gonna be an expensive weekend. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> I'm just gonna go everywhere. Well, I found out I'm getting my stimulus check, so <laughs> nice. <laughs> Game on. Nice. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, yeah, just go to ultragenius.com when if that if their online ordering goes through and you, you should be able to get in line maybe. But excellent. Yeah, that's May seventh. We'll we'll bring it back up next week if something changes. But other than that, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up as a little bit of news for the week. Nice. Uh the other thing I wanted to talk about this week is the emergence of drinking games. I'm sure we've all seen a good bit of drinking games occur <laughs> across the internet. Yes. Uh, I've, seen oh, yeah. a, I've seen a lot of beer pong variations. Yes. Some people are getting very creative with what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so one of my favorites I've seen so far is the solo game. The solo game. Right, the solo I, game. I have not seen this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so for yeah, the what is this? <laughs> so for the audio <laughs> listeners, and obviously for people even looking at the visual aid, uh, a woman has taped five red solo cups to her uh, sweater, and she's standing in front of a mirror, and then she bounces the ping pong balls off the mirror 
into her solo cups and then drinks oh, them as she makes them. <laughs> well, that is great. Uh, so far, that is my favorite variation on the beer pong. <laughs> it's like solitaire for beer pong. Yeah, yeah. Playing really against yourself. <laughs> and there are, you're both winning and losing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> That just reminds me of Forrest Gump whenever he played with half the ping pong table. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I, I like the, the variation that has come out with the, the tic-tac-toe uh, flip cup beer pong combination. Yeah, the uh-huh. three games in one. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's I, a good one. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen this, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this one is... Like basically, you got to bounce a ball into the cup, flip it, and then once you do the flip cup part, then you get to play tic tac toe. The I've seen it done with a bunch of red solo cups. I think you need to differentiate between red and blue, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think on the bottom they had like an initial of like mm, whose maybe cup X's was whom, right? Okay. Um, or like an X and O type of situation. Um, I know it's not. Uh, I've seen it during quarantine. I've seen it not during quarantine where you duct tape the beer to the garage door opener and, or to the garage door and you open the garage door. So as the garage door goes up, the beer starts pouring and you start chugging it oh, as geez. it's like, as you walk back. <laughs> I saw, I saw a couple old uh, people do that and that one yeah. was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Ooh, goals. Um, I mean, we played um, like up the river, down the river over Zoom, like with someone just having the camera over top of, you know, the cards, like the table and like just knowing what order you go in. Um, I mean, I've done a power hour with some friends over Zoom already. <laughs> um, like one computer just plays the power hour mix. So um, that's been really fun. Plus it's like you can kind of see, or like we've all queued it up on our U- like on YouTube, on our TV. Mm-hmm. to all start at the same time so you can kind of see who's maybe like a little behind everyone else based on when they go to cheer to you. <laughs> That's been fun. Another one that I've seen is a variation on the on the classic beer pong where if somebody has a balcony that's right next to somebody else, say you have an apartment complex or a townhouse has a whole bunch of porches or decks that are next to each other, you just mm-hmm. set up a little table on, on each porch. That way you don't leave your own house but you can still play beer pong over the railing. Mm. Yeah, yeah that, would, Good one. that would definitely work in like college dorms for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It might be a little far to my neighbor's deck, but like I'm up for the challenge. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one that I thought of, but I haven't figured out the logistics yet is doing battleship, but like battle shot. Mm. Oh, now that'd be that'd be interesting. That'd be you need a referee for that almost. Yeah, that's why I'm still working through the logistics, but I'm gonna try by the end of quarantine to get this up and running somehow with some people <laughs> and see how it goes. Patent pending. Patent pending. Because like, I mean, you've played battle shots before, like the two pizza boxes back to back and your shot glasses, but like obviously they don't need to be shots of liquor. They could just be shots of beer or like, you know, you don't even have to do it. You could just be like taking a sip of your beer, you know? Mm-hmm. So, still working through the logistics of that one. Mm. One thing that I, I've started doing uh, now that we've started the shutdown is all the bar trivia has moved online. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of Facebook Lives. Uh, I think it's mm. Buzzworthy has gone exclusively online. Mm. They do uh, every Wednesday and Saturday. So, uh, what myself and a couple of friends will do is we'll, we'll fire up the old Zoom and uh, We'll get Zoom on one half of the screen and the Facebook Live on the other half of the screen, and we'll just we'll just play some some old fashioned bar trivia. That's a great idea. It's cool. Yeah. Um, my like my friends and I, we've done a lot of like the Jackbox TV games that they yeah. have. Yeah. Those are really fun. Obviously, we somehow turned them into a drinking game. But like, even if you didn't want to drink or you just like wanted to hang out with a bunch of people, um, they are so fun. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Have you been getting into any of that, Anthony? Playing Jackbox and drinking games? We did. We did Jackbox. It was more of like let's Jackbox and drink. Not so much pl- take the game of it, out of it. 
but uh yeah that's like the only one we've done my my wife and i we've just been like the drinking game has been like let's drink let's put two and a half shots of tequila <laughs> into something and drink <laughs> I, so it's been I, great I've definitely <laughs> played uh I'll drink alone and just wait for the daylight to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, di- a lot of hours in the day. <laughs> we got to film somehow. Yeah. I've yeah, a lot. I've done a lot of baking. Same here. Same here. I still haven't gotten into the pies though. I haven't gotten into pie territory, but right. you definitely the cakes and the brownies are, are on point by this point in time. So far, the only drinking game, but it's not even a drinking game. It's just uh, first sip uh, brew box and our friends at a little beer tasting hosted a bingo night. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, we did. We did bingo. I just got drunk playing that. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how else are you supposed to play bingo? Yeah. Right. What else? Isn't that how that goes? Like yeah. bingo. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's again, there's no rules to it. It's just bingo and then drinking. <laughs> <laughs> So was that well well attended? Were there many people there? Uh, there's a good number of people. Like I said, it was like uh, it was me and then uh, Bubba and his wife and then his sisters were mm-hmm. there. And then there's probably about six other people that weren't nice. that weren't first sip and a little tasting members. So yeah, yeah sounds like a pretty good turnout. Yeah, it was a pretty decent turnout. Nice. They're uh, they're planning to do another one in May, so I'll send all you. I'll be sure to remind all you guys. All right, perfect. And then, uh, yeah, they gave away a decent number of prizes. So yeah, Good. it was like uh, cool. gift cards for Patrick's Pub. So <laughs> if and when we can get back there, well, you can get there now and get Sandos to take away. It's too far Red to Rubens. go get a Sando to take away, though. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> It's I still would. <laughs> Everything's far for me, so I still would. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the woods life. Right on. So, uh, what else? Are you, how else are you keeping busy, Anthony? Is there any like video games or anything that people should be aware of? Uh, so I haven't played video games. So I skipped like an entire generation and a half of video games. So, like, anywhere between 2008 to, like, 2015, I didn't play any video games. So, I'm going back. And I started Skyrim, which is an enormous time suck. Um, <laughs> especially for me, because it took me 160 hours to finish Red Dead Redemption 2. I get really sucked into the side missions and just doing nothing for two, three hours. So, this could be, like... This might break 200 hours. I don't even, I don't even know what the main storyline is because I'm just doing like, oh, well, I'm close to this. I'll do this side mission. <laughs> it's like, I think this is the main t- story, but yeah. So Skyrim is kind of that for me right now. <laughs> right on. I was just asking because I know you guys, you, you uh, at the main, Damie, you have your Twitch channel as well. Yeah. So so I don't know if you or any of your uh, you know, cohorts have been playing on there. So I, that's, that's not my, that's not my thing. These guys, the, they run the game vault podcast, which I don't, I've been on once, but I, I let them do their thing. So they've been doing Wednesdays on their Twitch channel. They've been, uh, Jen has been playing not the, not the remake, but the original final fantasy seven. Oh, okay. And she's doing Friday. I think, I think she's had some computer issues, so she hasn't been on in a while. And then Friday she does dead by daylight. And I started doing a Stardew Valley, like, uh, uh, like chill stream that they call it on hmm. Sunday mornings. Just kind of doing a nice, calm, relaxing game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But those guys are the video game guys. I, I am a, a casual as, uh, as they'd call me. <laughs> right on. I didn't know how much you jumped on that, but I know that's all under the same umbrella for you. Guys yeah. Yeah. The, main the, gaming, the so. family of network, the family of podcasts, the game vault podcast. Yeah. Right. They, on. Every other Monday, they, so I'll give them a shout out. <laughs> Thanks. Cool, cool. Yeah, we can we can definitely tag them on whatever it is that we're doing. <laughs> no. Twitter. <laughs> uh, Anthony, for you don't know, Adam is our local grandpa who does not understand. <laughs> yeah, we got one of those too. Yeah, so. <laughs> Every podcast group needs one of those. Like, yeah. yes. to really root mm-hmm. everyone. <laughs> 
Every podcast says grandpa. <laughs> yes. Every podcast. I, I was willing to, to take that role on. Thanks, Adam. That's so nice of you. Happy to help. What have you, you, what have you guys been doing to get through this? Baking and drinking. That's about it. <laughs> I learned a little bit of Blender and then uh, found video games. So <laughs> stop learning Blender. <laughs> yeah. Um, some, lots of Netflix, Hulu, baking, cleaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start Duolingo Spanish up again. Maybe Ooh, learn nice. a language. Yeah. You know, trying to stay active too, doing some, uh, some yoga in the living room. <laughs> That's good. There's a yeah. while where I was just watching old wrestling pay-per-views. It was like mm. a good two to three weeks that I was watching like WrestleMania nine, <laughs> nine and ten. Throwback. I'm yeah. pretty sure you're in the same boat as our uh, buddy Jason Sircone, who pretty much just turned on the network and would watch old pay per views and <laughs> all that. that. That was back when I watched it. Like I don't, I haven't watched it in I guess 25 years. But yeah, like the last the last pay per view I remember, I think it was Survivor Series of '94. I guess. Yeah. Well, you got some catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did watch the new WrestleMania, which was uh, interesting. But yeah, that was an interesting experience. But <laughs> it was like watching dress rehearsals, all but for two matches, and right. one wasn't really a match. And then the other, the two that weren't dress rehearsals were like Universal Studio stunt shows. Yeah, <laughs> the Bray Wyatt thing. It was like it was a pretty. It was a cool promo <laughs> like mm-hmm. right. it was a very long promo that they cut it was like it was kind of cool but it's not a match no uh I, I, this reference is probably going to be lost on everybody but i'll try it out anyway does anybody remember wmca masters which was a it, it was a martial arts show that was on like fox saturday mornings after the cartoons no nah. You've got me. Yeah, okay. So it was hosted by Brenda Lee, who is Bruce Lee's daughter. And um, there was a bunch of just karate guys who would fight, quote, quote. And, but they wouldn't actually fight. It was just like a stunt show that they put on every Saturday morning. And it was very much like wrestling. But <laughs> they, they fought like fake ninjas and stuff. And a lot of the guys that were on that show also wound up being in the uh, original Mortal Kombat movie. So... Mm. There's your weird <laughs> deep <Yeah>. dive trivia. <laughs> Not sure what I'm going to do with that information. I'm not well, sure glad that, that I have it now. <laughs> I've got the Wikipedia up on now, and I've never ninety five through ninety seven. So that would have been in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm ten to twelve. So yeah, I, I, that, that's why I tried it. I tried it because it was. <laughs> I mean, it was in our age range, and it. Yeah. If you remember that stuff, that was exactly what the uh, the WrestleMania matches were like too. So yeah. Yeah. What channel would it have been on? Like it was on Fox. It was Fox. on Fox. Wow. Yeah, it was on Fox. Yeah. It was like it was after the cartoons ran. Then it was time that they could like fiddle and put something a little more adult on, which was this karate show. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, well, no. Now you're glad know. I got out of bed today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could Come serve your. <laughs> <laughs> file that one away that might come in handy one of these days weird trivia if that com- yeah if that comes up in the next trivia session uh steve i owe you a beer that's all fair there enough. is yeah. fair enough <laughs> well speaking of beer watch, uh, just to to put a yeah. cap on that i think you can watch the entire first season on netflix sure <laughs> wmac right. masters yeah. six and a half hours yeah there you go season one <laughs> It's a point. There there's a point system. There is a storyline to it. It check it out. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah. Speaking of beer, though, let's get back into what everybody's drinking. How's everybody's beer treating them? Well, so for me, so now good. that it's yeah, now that it's settled down and it's not spraying out of the bottle like it first did, uh, it's a heck of a lot better. It's good. We'll drink it again. Right on. Mine's all cleaned up. I'm done. It's I, I would drink again, but I don't think I'm going to go to Ohio for my next beer run. So, mm. <laughs> will be Ohio a... even sell to you for your next beer run at this point? Yes, Ohio will still sell beer. We went through this last week. 
But oh, sorry. Well, no, it's okay. <laughs> it might have been two weeks ago, but the yeah, we went through it two weeks ago. But um, the the liquor they won't sell to you, but the beer is in a giant eagle, so they still sell it to you. Got it. Yeah. Is this just for out of staters? Yeah, for out of PA, uh, any county on the border of Ohio and PA. Stop mm-hmm. selling liquor to PA out-of-state residents because Got PA it. shut down the liquor stores. But our liquor stores have opened back up, sort of, and to the point that I was able to get a bottle. So I'm I'm all right. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you got yours, Anthony. How's your beer? Uh, it was good. It's done, but uh, no, it was good. Uh, it's pretty pretty light IPA. It's really not too not too bitter. Um, would drink again. Like my, my father-in-law was saying that he was expecting this and he was hoping to get a case. So I brought a couple over last weekend. So he's got the other two. Right on. So now I'm, now I'm regretting bringing them over because this, <laughs> this was the last of the non-pumpkins. <laughs> I, think <laughs> some, I think my wife has some cranberry shandies from Kate May Brewery. So I might maybe pop one of those. The box. I love the cranberry shandy from Kate May Brewing. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Love it. <laughs> well, Kelsey, how was your dancing gnome? Uh, dancing gnome is treating me well, you know, just uh, about halfway through it. So, just taking my time with it. Just okay. so good. Yeah. Right on. Well, we're going to take a break and come back with segment two, and then we'll get into Bruise Brothers episode three. <laughs> And Perfect. a lot of people, for the audio <laughs> listeners, a lot of people just shook their heads really hard. So. <laughs> oh, we'll come back right after this. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Welcome back, everybody. Hop Nation USA is here in your ear, possibly in your face, for the 152nd time. If you only listen to one episode each, each episode once, whatever, listen to us again. I'm Adam. That's Steve. Kelsey's with us. Anthony's with us as well. Yes. It's, it's pretty dope. It's yes. a party. It is. Indeed. <laughs> I, uh, Steve, uh, do you have a new beer going? I do have a new beer. Nice. I will bring up a picture of it for the video watchers on the YouTube. Yes. Go but, watch uh, it on the YouTube. You get to yeah. go see Steve's floating head. Double dip. <laughs> Double dip for us, please. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I'm drinking now is the Mud Puppy Porter from Central Waters, and they're out of Amherst, Wisconsin. Oh, is that yeah. a vintage no. uh, purchase? No, no, it's actually really? not a vintage purchase. Yeah, it's just a regular old giant niggle mix and match. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you it what. It looks that, delicious. It's it pretty good. I'll say nice. that. It's, um, it's not Lincoln Avenue Porter good. If anybody's had that, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's pretty damn good as the porters go. It's a little chocolatey and it's a little roasty, and it's overall just easy drinking. So I'm in for it. Nice, nice, nice. Anthony, you got a uh, fresh one in the chamber? Yes, I totally lied on the last uh, segment. Uh, I found three Goose Island IPAs that I haven't drank yet. So those, <laughs> I promise you, those are the last before I'm going to start stealing my, my wife's bogs. Nice. Kelsey, what uh, what do you got going on? Well, I'm still rolling with the bifocal feline. I think it's going to be a one beer night for me. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. My, myself, I'm still operating with the D9 Whiskers on Kittens. But I do have an anchor steam on backup just in case. You're uh, supposed to drink that last week too. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> okay. I it's it's going to be the perpetual backup <laughs> beer that Adam will just have for every episode. It's like, oh, for my backup beer, it's going to be this anchored steam. <laughs> Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Never enjoyed. <laughs> my point. Maybe, maybe I'll, uh, for its send off, maybe I'll have it as a Saturday night beer. You know, oh, okay. it'll be a Saturday night okay. special. 
it's or like maybe Kim, I was going to say, it's like when Kimmel ended his shows with apologies to Matt Damon. The apologies <laughs> to this beer I haven't drank yet. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get you on the show tonight. Yeah, maybe next week. <laughs> I'm saying at this point, you can't send it off on a Saturday. It has to be on the show now. Yeah. Because you've teased it right. twice. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make two listeners upset. <laughs> <laughs> so you and me? Uh me and you know, probably like Katie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kelsey? Oh say three. Yeah. All right. Throw me in there. <laughs> three three in. <laughs> That's why our numbers are up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh and speaking of three. It is time to talk about episode three yeah. of that show that Steve is making us watch, Boof. Bruce Brothers, Boof. <laughs> the Netflix juggernaut. Boof. <laughs> uh, Who wants to start? <laughs> well, I, I, I would say uh, I'm going to start it this way okay. because we haven't really done a recap of the past episode in the past Mm -hmm. and just so all our listeners are on board so the first episode is adam is a brewer and he comes back to help his brother run the brewery rodman's in van nuys california uh adam is insufferable and everybody hates him and nobody else likes the other characters either there's a lot of coming (laughs) there's a lot of cum jokes in it and that episode isn't funny episode two same thing but there's pee jokes (laughs) (laughs) episode three uh they are tasked with bringing in new clients to the uh, new clients and customers and they're going to do it by way of brewery tour and that's pretty much all you need to know about episode three is they try to get customers through brewery tours still didn't laugh still didn't like it (laughs) i think a lot of my my watching it was like wait did, did I hear that correctly? Is, is that what they did? Like, it, am I watching this? Like, mm-hmm. what is happening? Yeah. Who decided that this was a good idea to write it into the script and then execute? A lot of dick jokes in episode three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of blo- bodily fluid jokes, like, through the first three episodes. Yeah, it's all come and pee through the first three episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the whole second episode is all, literally all about pee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, thank uh, you. That's that's not what I need to relax with. <laughs> well, it's not so much that it's relaxing or whatever, but it do, if it doesn't make you laugh, right? Because right. I mean, currently the dick joke I have up on the screen right now was telegraphed, and Adam and I, you talk, Adam, you and I talked about this, you know, before we did the show. But like this show or this joke took so long, but you saw it coming. Like a mile away. Yeah. So you essentially took a minute or two just to sit through it and wait for it to be over. Yeah. It was it was filler that was unnecessary and unfunny. Yeah. Yeah. That was pointless. Yeah, it was very pointless. Is there um, so through the three episodes, uh, obviously we've talked about this already, but with the influences of the league and always sunny. Uh, have you guys found more character depth between the no. characters? Okay. <laughs> I, I found found each of them more and more insufferable as the episode <laughs> went along. I don't yeah. know. I feel like on episode... Th- I'm going to be the optimist here. I feel like on episode three, like towards the end, like there was like starting to be a cohesiveness minus Adam because he's annoying and I want to punch him in the face. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> but like the other ones i kind of feel like you know things were starting to come together a little bit for them and like you know we were starting to learn a little more about each of them but like barely mm-hmm. i just i feel like i need more this already so it, it seems more like story huey is trying to to be the the taco character yeah but yeah. But it, it's instead of just being kind of out there, he's just lazy. Yeah, he's like a bad embodiment of like a lot of Latino generalizations <laughs> and stereotypes. Yeah. And he 
uh, insinuates that he sexually abused a dog in this third episode. Yes. <laughs> yes that, he did. I have, uh, that I have a problem with. <laughs> it's not. Oh, no, it was a lizard. It, it was, was a, a lizard. lizard. Yeah. But he yeah. insinuated you could yeah. also do the same thing with a dog. A dog. Yeah. Yes. He, he was. He was imply. He was encouraging Sarah, I believe, to do that. Yeah. But then, mm-hmm. at the same time, said he did have a lizard like his asshole with peanut butter. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the, none of them are really great people, and <laughs> no. that's okay because I mean we've seen that with Seinfeld and Always Sunny. Yeah. It's just like they're not—I don't know—they're not enjoyable. You don't root for them for the most part. I think right, right. now I'm sort of okay with Sarah, but yes, she she is the most tolerable of the of the recurring characters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it, absolutely. It, 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 it seems like there's no, there's either no redeeming qualities that you want them to win, but on the other hand, there's no comeuppance. It, it seems like they're they're just floundering around, but there's no, they don't learn anything. They just yeah. fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there's I did no. Find... Sorry. I was gonna say, but the thing is, there's no satisfaction in that failure. Yeah. To me, I, I don't get any satisfaction in, in any of the failures. It's just, all right, they screwed up. Now we move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. One lighthearted part of episode three that I found was when they go to the upscale, private, exclusive um, sex toy purveyors next door. Right. Wait, what did they call it? It was a sex... Um, it was called, called Carnal. Yes, I believe. Carnal. Yeah. Yes, for all their A-list clientele, that was that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. With that one woman that's like in, in every single commercial ever. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she played uh, Bradley Cooper's wife in The Hangover, but she's like in every single commercial. There she is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Yeah, the blonde. Yes, and it's like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I didn't completely, I, I didn't dislike them. It's just like they, they're, but they didn't, because the main characters were still unfunny and didn't add anything. It just, eh. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed yeah. to, you yeah. know. Yeah. Know what what like am trying, I getting out of this? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's, I don't know if it's trying too hard to be the league or like trying too hard to be like, it's always sunny and just falling flat instead of just letting yeah. it happen but i just feel like even the league i mean the league is great love the league but i don't know i just feel like all of that main cast like gelled more like cohesively mm-hmm. as a group, even mm-hmm. from like the early onset of the show same with always sunny so i don't know maybe they need another character to round it out maybe they're that's coming i don't know i i think i need to do a little more research into the actual production of the show but mm-hmm. we obviously keep drawing these two parallels and the league and always sunny are both heavily improved. And as Kelsey, as you were saying there, those casts were very close with mm-hmm. each other. Like I mean, Paul Shear and June Diane Raphael was on the show for a little bit as, you know, a crazy nurse and, mm-hmm. you know, Jason Manzoukas, obviously they're all tied together. Right. And like you, the fact that like, they don't have the, the same repertoire you know, between each other makes me believe that this show is more heavily scripted because it seems like the jokes are heavily telegraphed, but when they film them, it's like, Oh, this joke should have been done. <laughs> like yeah. it should have been over. So uh, yeah, I don't think this is as improv and I don't think the, the actors because, I mean, I've looked into some of the actors and, like, the girl who plays Sarah, she has, like, three credits. I think, yeah. I, ha- I, think I have more IMDb credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know the one of the series directors is Jeff Schaefer, who co-created the League. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm guessing the creator of this is his brother, Greg. So that's where the pedigree from. 
the league comes from. But there, yeah, there's just something missing. Honestly, when you first told me that you guys were doing this, I thought it was a reality show. <laughs> I thought we were gonna watch. <laughs> I thought we were gonna watch like Property Brothers, but they're brothers um, that run a brewery. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not though, like when I heard that you guys were doing this, and you had said, you know, this was happening, I was like, is this a reality show? Like, yeah. are people brewing against it? Like, what is happening? And I got excited because I thought it was reality based. Yeah. My well, wish. now that I hear that, I think I'd rather watch that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, probably that that probably would be way better because they would just find some of the most like as much of a dickhead as adam is on this show and like wilhelm is kind of a schlub i guarantee there are worse people in actual brewing than the two of them (laughs) it it seems like they got the blueprint of it's always sunny and, and the league we're gonna use that comparison but they just for whatever reason they it's just not you know translating to this i don't know if it's and maybe it's the actors maybe it's their talent maybe it's, maybe it just comes down to the writing it's just they're just not writing funny jokes um but like like it's always sunny has much more reprehensible characters than this adam guy mm-hmm. but like dennis is the most unlikable person <laughs> ever in the history of television <laughs> yes but but he's so enjoyable to watch and maybe it's right. just that performance um and maybe it's just the writing of it's like maybe there's just something of they're trying to hedge their bets a little bit here where it's they're trying to do that but also kind of make everybody not 100 percent unlikable they're Mm -hmm. trying to hedge that bet like oh well we want adam to just be he's an asshole but he's at the end of the day he he's his heart's in the right place but you know, Dennis's heart was never in the right place in any right. aspect. <laughs> so it was a completely narcissistic sociopath. But maybe, maybe that's what this show is missing: is that yeah. if you're going to go that way, you got to go 100, percent or else it's just going to be a bland 4.9 on IMDb, mm-hmm. like right in the middle. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that from a business standpoint, I'd have fired every single one of these people <laughs> by now. Yeah, yeah. every Absolutely. single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely like i love how like in the opening scene they're at, like this super successful brewery and like we have all been to breweries like that where it's you know mm-hmm. packed, fun games like good variety of beer but then it just is like well i don't want my brewery to be this and it's like Adam, what are you doing yeah. <laughs> like you want to like brew the snobbiest beer possible that no one's going to be able to afford and it's like but why? Like, what's your driving force to not to take it to such an extreme? Of right. Brewing? Yeah they they haven't they haven't defined his goals. It's just he's negative against everything. Right. Because right. like yeah. again, back to that opening scene, they're talking about. Uh, they're talking about. I think Wilhelm was drinking an avocado beer. Yeah. But then and he's like, "Here, try this." It goes down like water, and he's like, "It is water." Yeah, and it goes down like shit. Shit, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, I brought my own beer. Like, people wouldn't know what this... It's like, okay, like, maybe it's the elitist attitude of this character or, like, the way the actor is portraying it, like, as such an elitist, like, a beer elitist, then I'm just like, you ruin every scene you're in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You suck everything out of the scene that you're in, and I'm like, I can't take it. I mean, it, it, if you're looking to play like a beer snob and an elitist, like he's doing it great. Yeah. But he doesn't see it like without a goal, it doesn't have, I don't know, it doesn't have any weight because right. he's just kind of, it's just kind of like nihilistic right. in a way because he's just going to poo poo everything. Cause like even later on in the episode, he says, I'm going to blue, I'm brewing a truffle infused beer. Well, what makes that different from the avocado beer? Because you obviously don't have the same rules, or you don't, it, you know, you have a hypocrisy about the rules as far as like adjuncts and things in your beer. So it doesn't make any sense. Right. Like he's not for beer purity. He's not for, you know, a certain yeah, what does style he, of beer. What does he stand for here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No one yeah. knows. He just says good beer, but he doesn't ever, does he ever establish what he says is a good beer? His beer. And that's it. His beer. Yeah. And the fact that I think his brother keeps like just beating him in that, it's like mm-hmm. I mean yeah. that's right. obvious from episode one. So 
and that's a good that, that's a good conflict that Wilhelm always tops him with his right. you know mass market kind of you know whatever beer, but Wilhelm also has training from Trappist monks, so he has some sort of purity laws behind him. So it mm-hmm. does again; it just doesn't make a lot of sense as the why it, you know like why adam is the way he is <laughs> why are you the way that you are except for that he's a cicerone, cicerone. Yeah. I, I i'll admit i did enjoy that part a little bit yes. i i, I almost I could see that catching on yeah i cracked i cracked a smile i didn't laugh yes. but i did crack a smile at that the see one- the problem with what's going to happen there is people are going to do that ironically and then they're going to do it so much that it, they're going to start doing it unironically. Right. <laughs> sure. And then it's just going to become a thing. Yeah. I think the one time I've laughed while watching the first three episodes was a moment in episode two. And it just, cause it was so bleak and it was just like overlooked. It was the, the kid blackmails them into giving them a found a founding membership. Mm-hmm. And then they show he, he meets like the other guys that are the founders, quote unquote. Right. And that they've gained like 50 pounds since in like three or four months. And the one guy has just like an offhanded comment is like, better stock up on uh, insulin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you better buy some bigger pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, wow, that's a bleak, that's a bleak joke. But that kind of made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, but then they added another founder in the third episode just yeah. to get on the beer tour. Right. <laughs> and I, I kind of appreciate like that part of the writing is that they do keep some things going. Yeah. Like with the Founders Club and uh, I don't know if anybody caught it, but like the, the hobo that was taking a shit in episode mm-hmm. one gave came back. Yeah, came back and gave Willem his shoes back mm-hmm. in this episode. Are you talking about Artie the strongest man in the world? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Completely underused. Totally. Because as Big Mike on Reno 911, he was one of the funniest fucking characters. Yeah. In this great. show, it's... Uh, He's, uh, and his, so his one one episode turn as the Wiz in Seinfeld. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that guy's the Wiz? Wait, what? Yeah, nobody meets. Oh, no. I had he's no idea. Wiz. Yeah, he's also already the strongest man in the world. Holy from shit, Pete, and Pete! Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is my world. I'm really turn. glad. Yeah. Wow, I'm really glad I got out of bed this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can we also talk about the lack of hygiene from the food truck? Yeah. I can't. Yeah, it loses me out so much. I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah if we, we already established that, like, we hate Adam as a character, but I still think Becky and Elvis, the food truck operators, are the worst characters in this show. Oh, yeah. They're, I can't with them. They're intolerable. Mm-hmm. They're, like, so gross. Uber, I, Uber hippies. I don't, even, I, I don't even know what to classify them as. I, I think really. they're trying to, like, uh, I think they're trying to make fun of, like, just general Los Angelites. Yeah. Just that Los Angelinos. crunchy vibe. Right. Yeah. Ugh. They're just disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But they're, yeah, they're just overall gross. Ugh. Of, like, constantly having sex in the food truck, shitting in the food truck delivering food that has probably shit on the hands <laughs> oh yeah they're not washing their hands during oh, no. the pandemic right <laughs> no, definitely not they're not staying six feet apart <laughs> no solving most of their problems with probably crystals and other <laughs> essential oils <laughs> now i'm starting to think about just the smell of the truck oh, oh no uh, why uh. especially but- in this scene right here <laughs> It smells like Rubens, but they don't serve Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks for ruining Rubens for the next 48 hours for me. Yeah, you said you weren't going to Patrick's anyway. <laughs> no, I. but when I went to the store, I bought stuff to make Rubens. Oh, okay. Right on. So that'll be next week's dinner. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I can have it with my anchor steam. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, it, the show has gotten better, but yeah. it has not gotten good. No. Yeah. It, no. It, it was it was total background noise, but I wasn't actively mad mm. the way I was with the first two episodes. 
Yeah, right. Like, the first, the second episode was so abysmal with everything being pee related. It is just so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. was doing other stuff. Yeah, it's a very rough. Pi- it's a very rough pilot. And it's a very one note second episode, and then you got Steve ran Steve. I was in nine eleven. Ranasazi in there, so it's like <laughs> that part of it. Um, yeah, it, the third episode is yeah. not terrible. Uh, the fourth episode. I'd even say is better than this one. I would have okay. started episode four. I would say it's better than this one. Okay, mm-hmm. that that gives me hope. We, we've yeah. heard we've heard from previous guests that it does get better as it goes on. So yeah, but yeah, we're we're on a strict one episode a week diet, and that's pretty yes. much all I can stomach. <laughs> yeah, I honestly would have guessed that this was either created by someone that owned a brewery or starred a guy that like owned a brewery, just because of how often they talk about like Adam's dick just felt like a very narcissistic self-serving thing mm-hmm. that I thought it would have been like, Oh, this guy, Adam is the creator of the show. He's spending <laughs> two episodes talking about his dick in terms of how he, um, tantrically edges himself and then pees and drink. Yeah. I mean, so, so like completely something that somebody like, I can't even think that sounds like something like, uh, a Neil Breen would do. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it was more of a vanity project like that, though, he would have already taken the food yeah. truck girl away from her husband. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that's that's the one thing about their storyline. It's like, she's gorgeous, but she's reprehensible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a real, like, dichotomy of, like, uh, but, uh, but, uh. Yeah, it's just like, wow, you've managed to make this girl 100% unattractive. But like, will he succeed in wooing her in the next five episodes? It, that's the thing. I'm I don't curious. think anybody cares. It, it feels so forced. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like an added thing. Well, like, we can't make Adam look like a complete asexual. I don't know. So we got to give him some sort of... And it, it's a goal. It's like the yeah. only goal he has yeah. Is, yeah. is this one thing they touch upon once per episode two and episode three. I don't even remember it being in episode four. Yeah, it's a it's a serious case of the not gays because yeah. of all the right. suspenders and scarves he walks around with. So they have They're to make it hot, Steve. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they have to make it very clear that he's hetero. So yeah. he, you know, goes after women it, despite dressing the way he does and acting the way he does. Cuz he's very swishy and gets beat up by Sarah and, you know, so they have to make it clear that he's hetero though. <laughs> yeah. I think he'd be more interesting if he was gay though. <laughs> I think it'd be more interesting if he had a goal. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like dreams and aspirations are right too. No. Yeah, or if he just opened another brewery again across the street, that would. Right. <laughs> Honestly, if he was, if he was something like, if he was part of the members or the the founders, and he mm-hmm. just showed up for like two minutes in an episode, he could throw his zingers in there, and then he was gone again. I think yeah. it'd be. I think the character would be a lot more palatable. Mm-hmm. But there's just yeah. so much of this narcissism and negativity shoved in there that it just it it doesn't work. No. Yeah. I think part of it is that his goal is that he wants to make the best beer possible, but we can't taste what beer he's making, and they never go into depth of why he says like his brother's beer isn't as good as it should be, or why his beer is better than that. It's just. My beer's better, and mm-hmm. your beer sucks. That person's beer sucks. My beer's better than that person's. So it's like, all right, your your goal is to make the best beer possible and to make this brewery selling the best beer. But what is that? I don't know what that is. Right. <laughs> like, right. There's a there's a detachment because of, I can't taste that. Right. Yeah. It, at the very least, like they could have set up like a dichotomy of. I keep using that word. It's stupid, but they could, they could have set up the conflict of like Wilhelm likes to brew goofy chocolate bar stouts and, you know, things with avocado and things like that. While Adam maintains purity laws of only four ingredients, you know, makes a lot of Mm. pilsners and lagers and Belgians like that. Like if they set up that split, it would at least make a little more sense. Right. Like, yeah. Wilhelm gets criticized for throwing fucking Skittles in his beer, whereas Adam spends the time sorting through malts. You know, it, and that, that's probably a bit more realistic, too. 
Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Beer snobs okay. love their Pilsner. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like some of the general brewery terms and brewing terms and like beer culture terms, like I feel like any more of those almost like when they're describing the beer or they're saying like why this beer is better than the other one. Like I need Adam to be almost throwing those around more in conversation or, you know, Wilhelm to be when they're brewing, you know, in episode one, right. They're brewing in episode one. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I want, you know, being like, Oh, I'm using, you know, I just wanted like a little more, your culture terminology right. yeah. here. like what kind of hops they're using or like how like when they're mashing things like there's a little sprinkling and i think that's where going back to the league they threw in so many fantasy football names and yeah. so many football terms mm-hmm. and so many of those like in your face it's like oh well that they actually are like 100 percent super passionate about you know the fantasy league they're in. right right that's that's a very good point yeah it's almost like like a couple of other things, they sort of half-assed it. Yeah. yeah. You know, There's like not it. enough of it. And I, it's like, maybe that's what they were trying not to do is like give everything. But like, I need everything to make these characters like a little more rounded, I guess, mm-hmm. within like this beer culture world that they're living mm-hmm. in. Yes. Yeah. Or at least believable because as, yeah. as far as you can tell right now, Chewie is only slightly less knowledgeable than Adam and Wilhelm. They right. haven't really, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. I think part of that might have to do with like writing the writing teams. It's like because I don't I, I don't know the exact um, history of the writers' room of the league, but you know this was co this was created by one of these guys, Schaefer, um, and even even the league there was a drop off of quality towards the end, and like they started to get away from um, fantasy football as like kind of a a storyline towards like mm-hmm. the, the later seasons. So that yeah. might've happened when, you know, writer's room changed, maybe, you know, younger people came in, maybe they weren't that interested in fantasy football. So they kind of steered away from that. And this seems like a very low budget show. So I'm assuming yeah. these are very, very young writers that maybe doesn't know anything about beer. So they're going on Wikipedia and learning <laughs> like as much as they can about beer to just kind of pass it off or maybe they're just going to beer breweries in Van Nuys or yeah. know, wherever mm. uh, Malibu uh, and just getting the bare minimum. It's kind of, we didn't have yeah. like not to plug my show, but we did an episode of 50 shades of gray where Christian gray was in business. And it was just like, all right, this woman has no idea what business entails. She just Wikipedia, <laughs> what kind of like a business looks like, what a guy that runs a tech company might know. And I'm that seems have like to listen to that episode. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on Gray, and they're all terrible. <laughs> so. Well, you know what? We're we're kind of coming to the close of this episode. So, Anthony, why don't you go ahead and just plug your podcast and everything else? Yeah. And, uh, uh, so I'll plug. They call us a movie. Uh, it's they call us movie Our socials are the main Damien. It's the main website. Um, yeah. So we do. We watch a terrible movie each week. Uh, we used to do it based on new releases, and now we're just kind of one of us will pick one movie each week. So last week we did Decor, which kind of synced up to Earth Day. So we could, you could listen to us talk about Hillary Swank trying to save the world by shooting nukes at the <laughs> core of the Earth. So, um, so they called this movie on any podcast streaming app to search for. They called this a movie, and we should pop right up. That's us. Right on. Sweet. And if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Music Play, Apple Podcasts. We're on all of them. We're everywhere. Find us. And uh, if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six truffle show, but they only let us use avocados. And that's a bigger crime than seven more weeks <laughs> of this. <laughs> Thankfully, we only have five more weeks. Uh, five. Ugh. Now, after three episodes, I need to ask the question before we go Will yes. this get renewed for season two? Uh, uh, I Hasn't it already been? But Has I, it? I, don't know. I felt like it already has been, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I'd say it depends on how expensive it is to make it. 
Yeah. They haven't been pushing the show at all. No. Not from anything I've seen. But it could be like a, it's one location. So it's got to be super cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, I mean, it is an actual brewery. So they do have to shut down, uh, you know, they have to shut down the brewery i assume but Mm -hmm. not every brewery is open every day of the week so uh my assumption is that it's gonna really depend on how everything comes out of the quarantine and once everybody's released yeah this is something that could easily be sweeped under the rug as not renewing and you know under the pretense of coronavirus costs and things like that but yeah yeah, it's uh, yeah no it, yeah it's a good question. For some reason, I thought it was already renewed, but you know who knows. Before I'll let you eight. review. Yeah, I'll let oh, you uh, review season two by yourself. Nope. No. no. Right along. <laughs> we are with in us. this together Damn now, it. Adam. <laughs> Fine. We we may mm. only we're only doing this as it is right now because of quarantine. If mm. the we may only keep that to like one or two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I think that's it. Uh, Kelsey, thank you for coming on again. Thanks for having me. I'm so thank glad you. that I could join this evening. Anthony, it was nice to meet you. And it was yep, lovely nice to, to see you. Adam and Steve's floating head. <laughs> <laughs> it's hypnotic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's very trippy. <laughs> I've achieved- so thank you, everybody. Oh, see, what do you, what, you No, I was just going to say, Kelsey, I've achieved transference. You have to accept that I live in the computer now. <laughs> you know, I've, uh, I will accept that. I believe that. <laughs> it looks like something that would be in like a villain of the week in Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that is spot on. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us on the Hop Nation USA podcast. And we'll uh, see you or you'll hear us next week. I said, I think I'll take it. Cheers.